Hey, everybody. On this episode of Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast, look who's here. It's me. Jake Moe. <laughs> Don't miss it. Hey everybody, welcome to Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. This is Season 8, Episode 10. It is the official post-reunion episode. I'm here with my man Jake Moe from Moe Customs, a Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Hall of Famer, a current 2023 Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Drag Racing Class Champion winner. Congratulations, Jake. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yep, thanks for joining us uh, in the garage. We're back in the garage tonight. This is not a podcast you may have seen of Jake and I, what, two, three, four, five, six years ago. Although it's nice to be back in here, isn't it? Yeah, feels good. Back home. Yeah, I saw you snooping around a little bit. I don't know that I've had anything <laughs> new here. If I, I might have s- snuck some stickers in here and there. Did you? you know, you'll, you'll, find, never, you'll find them later. Okay, that's good. I'm, I'm sure they're probably around here. <laughs> yeah. There is some shameless self-promotion going on here, folks. Uh, the banners, you know... We had these, we had the caps, we had hoodies. Whose shirt did I have on, Jake? Monkey Smart Moto Restorations. This is a nice shirt. It's long sleeve black. <laughs> Feel the fabric. Love it. Yeah. So I'm wearing your shirt like I promised, okay? But we had a great reunion. We're going to get into some of the juicy details, who won what. Uh, we'll take a look at some of the highlights. We'll take a look at the award winners. We'll even delve into some things that we recognized uh, that we loved at this year's show as well as some things that maybe we want to improve on to make it a better event. We're always trying to make it a little bit better. And we couldn't do it without the help from our sponsors, our friends at uh, Go-Kart USA, our friends from uh, Go Power Sports, our friends from Studs Racing, our friends from Small Engine Cams, uh, locally our friends from Campbell Automotive, uh, as well as all of the participants who came and entered their bikes. Thank you, guys. Uh, I want to thank all of our exhibitors, and I'll list who those folks were as well a little bit later on in the podcast. But... You know, Jake, you had asked uh, what I thought about the event, and uh, by the numbers, we had about 235 registered bikes. Out of that number, that included folks that pre-registered, who also signed up on site, and it did not include many of the bikes that were on display, for example, uh, in some of the, the exhibitors' booths. Uh, F&B, for example, or maybe Steady Garage. A lot of those bikes that you saw there, uh, many of the bikes that you saw at the swap, none of those bikes were registered, uh, but they were on site. So in total, if you had all those bikes that were on site, we had about 300 bikes, uh, truly. So, uh, and, it, and it felt good. Uh, what did you think? And you've been to enough of these. Yeah, I mean, this this year was probably my one of my favorite ones. You know, I think so. I know you're missing like the the mini moto side of things but uh as far as the mini bikes went i think it was a good showing and there's a lot of people out there and uh seen a lot of the familiar faces um you know eichler justin bett uh frank from fmb rafa you know all the all the big names were out there so yeah um, it was fun seeing all those guys and hanging out and talking with those guys so it's always a great time i had a picture that uh for those of you who may follow along on the joe's mini bike reunion either facebook page or instagram Instagram, it's JMBR official. We also use JMBR podcast. But Nicole, uh, thank you, Nicole, again, for doing a great job on the photos. We've been dumping photos. I think we're up to our fifth or our sixth. I think I've got 10 good dumps in me, so to speak. Sorry about that. How about you, Jake? Uh, so so I'm going to keep tomorrow. them coming tomorrow. Okay, good. We'll check with you after your coffee. But we, we've, got, we've got a little bit more coming. Plus, E, did you take some photos and videos? I'm sure you may or may not have. You were busy running around. Big shout out to E. Did a great job. Yep. Uh, the, the ones I'm most uh, excited looking for the, the pictures is Nicole's and Steady Garage. Steady Garage. They I just have the good photos. Yeah. Too. And uh, uh, yeah. Steady Garage did a really nice video. I sent it yeah. to uh, a few friends and Nicole said, you should have those guys do your video. It's like, well, <laughs> they do. They do it on their own. Um, and it's nice because we get the rub. Uh, they capture it from such a unique perspective. Uh, I love it all. Um, we missed a few folks. I would love to have seen Home Alone. Uh, I was hoping to see maybe D. Uh, I missed uh, Cleveland Flowers. 
Coast. Yeah, uh, so it, it, it Temecula Bob, and yep. it's like, hey, Jake, what, it, Taco Bill. Bob oh, what is it? Yeah. So it's, it's Temecula Bob, right? Who yeah. is on our poster, and uh, uh, from talking to Paul Giotto, who was on display, he was one of our swappers on the corner. Okay. This year, and Paul's supporting all oh, the shows. Yeah, yeah. So, so he met and saw Temecula Bob, and Bob knows what's going on, but Bob's kind of shut down. Not, not, not where he's 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 feeling bad, but he's just he's he's kind of taking it easy now. But what, what's your story? So I, I picked up uh, down the street. This this uh, guy passed away, and his son was selling a bunch of stuff, and he happened to have a bunch of like a crate full of these old uh, like carding magazines. And uh, there was actually like a uh, sprint car magazine. It was like a yearbook from 1975. And uh, Eichler actually bought all the carding magazines from me because they were from like the 60s and 70s. Sure. You know, right along all the stuff that he's into right now. Yeah. Now does he collect the carts? He collects the magazines yeah. and every other bit. But I, I opened this. Uh, it's like a racing yearbook from 1975. And it's full of just uh, Bob Oliver. Like yeah. it's all tech, Temecula Bob in there. Like yeah. first place. He's in there with like all the trophy girls and I was just like, no way. I had this sitting in my garage. I, did, I had no idea. And the, it was just, he was like a superstar in, in that year. Humble, humble, humble. Yeah. And, and let's face it, race car drivers are not really known for being humble. It's a competitive individual Super sport. Humble. It's I you had against. No idea. Oh, yeah. Like, I remember that he was into it. I've seen some of his posts and stuff, but yep. I, I had no idea he was at that level. There's uh, the poster, which uh, got a nice reception as well. We still have some of those available uh, if you're interested in purchasing any of the top 50 mini bike and mini moto personalities. Included in there is the picture of Temecula Bob, and it is the one with him with the two gals on the side of him in his uh, white race suit. And he obviously had just won because he had that look on his face. Uh, I have prodded him a couple times, and I do it uh, with just hope. It's almost like asking you to take on another project. It's like, you know, you reach out, but you don't want to be a pain in the ass. And uh, I had been asking him to come out. And my my recent uh, request to him is to get his address so I can send him a few posters. But he knows through the social media. And Bob, if you're listening now, too bad you couldn't make it. But uh, we're always thinking of you. Uh, getting a Temecula Bob frame, I'm lucky enough to say I have one over there and one with him. Uh, and one that some prince has that had more money than I had brains. So the, the fact is that they're living well. Uh, those of you who are lucky enough to have had or to come across a Temecula Bob frame, uh, grab it. Uh, wouldn't you say, Jake? Hang on to it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. for sure. <laughs> Hang on to it. Yeah, All right. So, uh, yeah, the, the event was good. We had a, we had a lot of, uh, I, I think, good things. Uh, I mentioned that after the event, like I dig talking to people after the show. And a lot of it I know is a little bit of, hey, we had a great time. Thanks. You're the best. Yeah. Okay, great. Then afterwards, it's like after the day after reality sets in. And that's usually pretty good, too. Um, by that Monday, you start to hear just about everything. You start to see some of the posts, you know, some of the videos will pop up. Um, and throughout this whole week, we've been not only uh, fortunate enough, but we've been uh, uh, entertained with all the cool photos and all the videos that have been posted by the folks that have come to the event. So we continue to appreciate that. Uh, we're JMBR official uh, on Instagram. Uh, so I, I see some folks that are posting photos, put us on there because I guess more people will see it as a result, but continue to do that. Uh, we announced the winners in a pretty prompt fashion this year. I was very proud about that. Uh, historically, I had taken some time before I was able to identify through all of our cryptic notes, which I still use uh, th to control my life and this podcast. But uh, we're just like it like this that day. And just a little... And you'll, and you'll notice that I, I never refer to that, yeah. but just by the sheer fact that I wrote it down, it kind of stays here. At least most of it does. But, but one of the things that I, we hadn't done was quickly identify the winners. So we did that. Um, we even were able to identify, thanks to the coordination and the, the ACE production team that we had with Emmanuel in place, we have the names of the people, like Eric from Studs. Uh, gave away some cool prizes that backyard bully engine yep. uh, those new wheels and you were talking about cool prizes this year huh oh yeah like everybody was yeah, going it up. seems like everybody you talk to kind of put in something for the the prizes and it wasn't like most guys didn't put in just one thing there was like multiple things and like i remember uh well rafa put in multiple things frank put in multiple pipes it's like yeah it's everybody like put in more than one thing it yeah pretty, it's pretty good yeah and thank yeah. you for your contribution as well yeah definitely uh in addition to your exhaust you mentioned f and b we had yeah. engines we had wheels we had uh carburetors brian built a, a custom alki and gas carburetor Some racing stuff we're still giving shit away because um i had asked jake <laughs> when he had shown up if he can get arleo on the phone arleo congratulations he was the dyno winner 
and uh, thank you to our friends at Small Engine Cams. Tim stepped up and sponsored yeah. the dyno this year. We appreciate that so much. Arleo, uh, Sub-Zero was almost at 34 horsepower, 33.83. I think it was screaming, and I mean, even when it was when it came into the power band, it started spinning the tire, and it was just smoking the tire on the dyno. So Still going. I mean, it's probably a little lower than it should be, but yeah, yeah that thing, that thing's a monster. So right, that's a that's a cast motor with a billet head too. So that's that's pretty good power for a cast motor. He's really leapfrogged, wouldn't you say? Over the what the last? I know he's silently been making shit happen up there. And yeah. Everyone here didn't want to believe it, or, or uh, I'll say it again, they didn't want to believe it. But it's, it's pretty much he's got to be the baddest ass out there right now when it oh, comes yeah. to building horsepower. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's out there. It's kind of what, it's like the culture out there. We test and we test, and that's pretty much, you know, we do it like non-stop like for a while we did it for like non-stop when we got into the drag racing stuff and we would just be out there on our street on 80th like just run after run and we changed something run it again and we we had so many days where we just like go home disappointed like man we're not figuring stuff out we're not getting new results and then slowly like just from all the testing we started to figure out like fine-tune all that little little stuff we were pretty much after does it so, kind of work out where it may be like some late tuesday night or maybe Friday afternoon where either you get a text or a phone call from maybe Arleo or maybe uh, one of the other guys up there at the AV who say, dude, I think I got it figured out. We got to do a little bit with the heads or I want to do a, I want to try this different clutch or, you know, do you find yourself in the middle of those light bulb moments with a lot of your guys where either you're, you, you, something dawns on you that you guys haven't been able to figure out and it, and it finally clicks or does most of it happen during the actual R and D? Yeah. I mean, it's a, uh... Arleo's pretty good because he's pretty relentless on the the small engine stuff. That's kind of like the party took over in our group is just building the engines and just mainly focusing on like the horsepower of things. Um, but yeah, he calls me up and has like an idea and like I'll, I'll kind of talk back with him, whatever I think. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's fun. We go back and forth a lot and then we'll go out there and test something like he'll change. He'll take notes on like all his different setups and, uh, you know, he just really gets into the details of it. And that's that's. Yeah. That's how he gets. Well, that's what makes. And, and I was going to yeah. say those. That's what makes the difference. And it is the that's time out there. The results, yeah. And it's the time out there on the yeah. bike, without a doubt. Yep. So we saw a lot of cool folks. We missed a few. Uh, we'll catch them again. You know, more often than not, we'll see some folks that won't leave the hobby. They just take a little pause, right? They take a little break. Uh, we've all done it. Uh, it was good to see Evil Ed. Saw yep. him out there. Yep. Uh, there. Guardrail Dave. Uh, so I, I was talking to Mini Bike Paul after the show, and I, as I was saying. You know, by Monday after the show, you, you're typically hearing about everything, good and bad. And one of the things that uh, I always enjoy is uh, a phone call from Mini Bike Paul. Mini Bike Paul, we recognized on site as well. He's the OG. He put together all those cool rides up there in Camarillo, right? Uh, and Paul said, you know, Joe, I had a really good time at your show. He said around 11 o'clock till about one, when you start, you know, giving away a lot of the bigger prizes and the judging's done and all that, kind of coming towards the end, he said... There's a little bit of, there's a little bit of time. I think that you you may want to you may want to consider an idea. And he said, um, "What if you you know he as I Paul was on the, his uh, wheelchair, and uh, he said as he rolled around and he was looking at the bikes, they would get his attention, and he had some questions, or he." You know, he. I guess he wanted to talk to the owner to find out more about a particular bike. And the more bikes he looked at, the more questions he had. And unlike these traditional car shows where these guys are fucking cemented in these lawn chairs next to their cars, and all they do is want to talk about their car, which is the most boring fucking thing I ever felt happened at a car show. Our mini bike show isn't like that. Our guys want to park their bikes and, 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 and go see you and go see the exhibitors and go see the other bikes. They're not sitting around. And, 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 and I do you don't, see, you don't see nobody around their own bike. You don't, you they, don't. They come and they're gone yes. talking to everybody else and they're just looking at their bike from a distance like, oh, who's over there looking at You my got bike? it. Or it's like, all right, my bike's good. It, it, yeah. Look, we're, we're fortunate. Dude, you, you don't for a second worry about somebody taking your bike or somebody yeah. sitting on your bike. Uh, it's please, thank you. I appreciate it. It's more thank you. It's more please. So, so Paul made a good point. Our registration cards simply have your registration number, your entry number, and your name, and the make and model of the bike. It doesn't give you details. Like it doesn't say it's got an ISKI cam. It doesn't say that it's got uh, uh, a larger size tire. It doesn't say it's got the original tank, for example, or where I got the seat, or you know, a lot of those things that people have questions about. 
Um, I got a tons of, uh, I overheard because you know when you walk by your bike, isn't it cool sometimes where, where it's not like they know it's your bike? No, it's going to be tough for you, but I, I don't register my bike, so there's no tags on them. And I was curious, and people, people got like a, 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 U, a good USA feel for that. Somehow yeah. it struck a chord there. And some people just always love choppers and they've always loved West Bends, yet you don't typically see those two. So I was pretty happy with that. I had had that on the shelf for a while, Jake, and it was just looking for a home. I love that bike, yeah. Yeah, and 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 as 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 I hear that, and I heard that from guys who really count, like Jason really liked it, and a few others. It's like, hey, what's the old expression? Even a, a blind squirrel finds a nut once in a while. So that was a little idea I had. Again, thanks Justin Eichler for the for the tank. So by Monday, I had heard everything, and they talked about. Uh, Paul said, "Hey, look, do something." So we're going to do something. We're going to come up with the Joe's Mini Bike Reunion stage. So from about one to about, or excuse me, from about 11 to about one, we'll try to select, uh, and we'll select. It's not like we need you to volunteer to come up. Uh, I mean that respectfully, but as our judges is go, are going around, maybe as I'm going around or other people that are a part of the show go around and they see a unique bike, then those bikes will be noted and you'll be invited to come up to, we'll have our, our main stage that Clarence works from, and then we'll shift Clarence over to an, an, an adjoining stage. Clarence. <laughs> uh, Clarence, which is great. In fact, I shout out to Clarence. With Clarence too. Oh, good. I love him. <laughs> I, I got to help him with a website now. Does uh, he watch this? Uh, he does. He yeah, claims right. to, like a lot of people, but you know, if you look at, we'll see. if you look at any of the views is like, well, me and my, my wife watched it. And then if you look at comments, no one watches it. Yeah. So this whole viewership or viewership stuff and comment and like, we're, we're, we're not, we're not doing much there, but I do think people watch it. Yeah. Um, we're going to have another stage so you can roll your bike up. You won't have 20 minutes, right? But we'll find out who you are. We'll find out what the bike is. We'll talk a little bit about why it's the best thing since the napkin. And if folks want to find out a little bit more, we'll give them an idea of where you're parked. Okay, hey, if you want to see a little bit more about Joe's chopper, he's parked next to Jake Moe underneath the big tree, whatever. So we're, we're going to do that. The other thing that someone brought up was something that when I heard it, I felt really good because I already thought of that idea a while ago. It was like, hey, Joe, um, I know light you talk... Bulb, light bulb moment? Uh, kind <laughs> of. Um, people know me through SEMA. In fact, uh, for a long time, that's where I earned uh, my, my, my reputation and my money, uh, selling and being a part of that show. Uh, I had mentioned SEMA Fest, which is upcoming next week, November 3rd and 4th at the Las Vegas Festival Grounds on the Strip. Uh, I'll be there as well as 30 other exhibitors and uh, a, a huge list of recording artists from Incubus, Third Eyed Blind, Imagine Dragons, Bush, uh, Wiz Khalifa. In fact, I got a little buzz just saying that, Jake, Wiz Khalifa. So we're going to be out there. But uh, through SEMA, uh, people have um, uh, I've stolen a couple of good ideas and they have an event called Battle of the Builders, which you're probably familiar with. Oh, yeah. All the baddest hot rod builders out there. Right. So I said, hey, look, let's do one for mini bikes. Uh, there'll be a little bit of a buy-in, you know, you, you, because not everybody can participate. I know that there are opportunities. I think OMB had a build-off where it's all online, but this one you would have to, and we and we'd kind of qualify people just by the sheer fact that you would have to financially enter and pay, um, and you would get a two-piece frame. And at the at the time, I was thinking taco. If you look behind, there's an old billboard, Jake. You may see it, it says "Mini Bike Build-Up." See that board right there? Yep. And it included this promotion. So let's just say you and I wanted to enter this Joe's Mini Bike Reunion build-up. We would pay a fee to enter. And typically, it covered the cost of that frame kit. So it was a few hundred bucks. You had to start with that frame and neck. And then you get to take it wherever you wanted to go. Okay. Um, you would be encouraged to use sponsors' products. So that if Small Engine Cams was a sponsor of it, you would not be forced to, yet you would be encouraged to. If, if let's just say that uh, maybe Bridgestone Tire or for that matter, uh, Makuni Carburetors or, uh, you know, pick somebody, uh, Mo Custom Pipe. If you used those contingent sponsors who were supporting the event, um, which, again, you wouldn't be forced to, you would have certain you'd have certain benefits. You may only you'd not only get the product to use, but you would also be in a situation where you may be able to have even a better rapport with that manufacturer. So the point being that we'd like to get it into maybe 12 of the top builders out there, individual or teams, and, and have you purchased that frame, enter, and have a specific period of time, which would obviously be, it Do would have to be, no, 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 oh, no, no. You, get, you, you have to enter, and you have to enter, and you have to be locked in, let's just say, by June 1st or July 1st. Okay. That's the deadline. And then you show up 
with whatever your end result is, and you're judged on site. Be cool. It would be a build off. But everybody has to use the same. Pretty you much have to start base. off with a two piece frame. Okay. You can go with wherever you want from that point. You can go electric. You can go fucking turbo. You can go big block, there's small block. There's got to be some kind of rules on modification. There certainly will. There, there, there certainly will. Okay. Engine size, particularly. Uh, wheel you size. Keep the frame one piece. Like you can't modify it. Well, maybe we would do two classes because look at just as. So now we're talking about it. There could be many good ideas, and we invite you to send in yours. But what if we were to do that? Um, let's keep it simple. You know, Jake brings up a good point. Hey, wait a minute. Can we start cutting and extending? My initial reaction and what my original thought is, you do whatever the fuck you want to do. You do. If, if you decided your version of it was going to put on two Azusa wheels and a, and a, a, a stock motor and you showed up, you're probably not going to win. Yeah. You know, uh, and you probably, and, and I would know because, again, it's not anybody who wants to enter. You'll be invited to enter. We'll have the, those folks that submit their request to enter, to be reviewed, and, and, and we'll kind of, how would you say, we'll kind of um, uh, qualify them. You yeah. know, you're going to get a sense. Like if Bobby and Timmy, the young guy and his son want to enter with their new Coleman, they're probably not going to do it, right? They're probably not going to yeah. be with there. So there'll be some yeah. things to go. Just a couple ideas. Uh, not really the focus of the podcast, but just want to uh, throw a couple of those things off. But it might be cool to just keep the like the frame and you can modify other parts that you put on it too. just kind of keep it, you know, not too drawn out either. What would you, you know, be worried to... about if someone would then go to a complete stretched drag bike submission yeah, compared to just get too deep then, you know yeah. what I mean? What is like, too deep? With, with like fully modified, you know, they might just completely change the look of it. Got it. Or like that. Like if you use that style frame, yep. maybe it'd probably be the best idea to just keep it. Yeah. Like you got to keep that shape of frame. You can add brackets and add stuff onto it, but Either, maybe not yeah. change or distort like the the, the actual layout. Maybe. Good, good ideas. Uh, to me, I again, I'll um, I'll, I'll be more than happy to look at anybody, and you would be one of the first guys that I would call up to have uh, that input. Uh, I'm sure many others would. And look, I tried it before. Uh, what you don't see on there, there was a five thousand dollar plan payout on that board, which okay. I was willing to put up. Dang. Okay. Now look, I've gotten a lot fucking smarter since the time I came up with that idea and now, but it could conceivably be something that would have not only a, a, a good payout, uh, I get the sense that I could have a place for it where it could be and would be recognized at SEMA, at least at SEMA Fest next year, so that that winter, right after he won in October, in November, he would be out at the SEMA show, cool. getting some exposure. Because, so, I, mean, I mean, you really think about it, like all the, any of these top builders... You pull up with a nice little custom mini bike. They're gonna be. They're gonna think that's cool. Oh, dude! I mean, I don't care who it is, like Chip Foose or yeah. Freiburger, like whatever. Yeah. They're gonna look at that stuff, and yeah. they all love mini bikes. Well, you see them on the shows, like. Dude, it's when the, you see the GI Joe Foot Locker or yeah. the Mickey Mantle baseball card or the Schwinn Stingray. Mm -hmm. None of that shit that bothers you that whole day or week or month. It's like, oh, let me say, I remember I had one of these, and you go right back to it. Yeah. I've always said that with mini bikes, but it's true. Anything from the '60s and '70s. Um, and you know what? All the things we love the most could really kill us. That's yeah. the cool thing about it, too. In a in oh, somewhat yeah. of a bizarre way, they Easy. were all. Um, all right. So uh, I wanted to have Jake back because, uh, you know, he's a good sounding board. And, you know, uh, congratulations, first of all. Uh, thank you for helping out with the judging. And thanks to all of our judges who helped out. I thought we did a really good job. Uh, you won uh, Best Drag Bike. And that was uh, some formidable competition out there. Uh, what do you think? What was it that you think? Ultimately, from what you heard, what is it about that bike that people really like? Just outside of it's just pure raw Jake Moe look. Was there something or a couple of things particularly that folks are really digging on with that bike? Yeah, I mean, if you look at that bike, there's really nothing. I mean, there's nothing stock or nothing that's kind of normal on it. Like the whole, even starting at the, the heart of it, the engine is, it's a custom clone block that is, it's, I got it from overseas when Charles Mosley was like shipping some stuff over. But it was like an older 224 block where they actually had head bolts moved and stuff, and they were a little thicker, so it can fit the bigger sleeve. Uh, custom carrier head. It's fully welded. So even when they just look at the engine, it's completely different. And then I, I found a guy on Facebook, and uh, we cust he custom built this uh, ignition system for me. So everybody was tripping out, like, looking, like, what is this? What's the battery for? Where's sure. the coil? Because it, it has no, like basic style mini bike ignition which, which you always see like a little uh ignition box yeah, or ignition yeah. pickup or sure. magneto or whatever um and then it had dual plugs so there's wires running everywhere and it's like 
I don't know, the frame's custom, the forks are custom, the front wheel's different. It's Junior Dragster, like, skinny front wheel. The engine mount alone looks so well-engineered and just so, you know, it sets the tone for the bike. I've been building it for years, like, probably three years or something like that, but it's just a little bit here and there. It was kind of like my little side project when I wasn't working on other things, which is kind of rare. Well, uh, congrats, right out of the box. Yeah, thank Um, you. So you have had a history of raw builds. Yep. What is it with you and paint, or you and no paint? Is there a story behind that? Is it just that... Not affording it? <laughs> well, In the early days, anyway, but that's kind of where it came from. And in my early days, I would just build something, and I just wanted to ride it. Like, I didn't really care about all the the other, yeah. you know, the paint, the lipstick and, the and makeup, and stuff like that. Yeah, the I shine. just wanted to get out there and ride, and a lot of times, I guess it mainly came from, like, the racing days, because... When I was racing a lot, I just wanted to throw the bike together, go get out there and race. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, uh, I mean, how interesting! Just like an extra thing that didn't really need to be there to go fast. But how but, accurate of a canvas has turned out to be, uh, to showcase really your talent as a welder and fabricator too. Yeah, that that definitely. and I and I know you, uh, at least from the time we spent together over this last decade with mini bikes and you've never been one to uh, you know there's instagram posts that benefit folks and there's instagram posts that benefit the poster you've never been that guy but the, your work is amazing and it really does uh, i i see the wow factor with the few bikes that you've built for me that i own uh, frankenstein's one of the ones that gets probably the most attention and one of my favorites but um yeah that that raw look really gets to showcase your talent because um, you like to cut it up and weld it and s- extend it and lower it and chop it up again. Um, it, it's funny because I struggle with that too because actually a lot of times like I have so many little details and stuff that I when I post on social media, that's why I love the show because it, it's a nice platform to come in and bring and people can see it in person and really see the details and the work, Yeah, which is different from just posting something online. Yeah, um, like so you many things. I mean. yeah. Yes. Um, so, uh, folks, again, thanks uh, for listening in. This is Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. It's our post reunion podcast. Uh, if you'd like to pick up a little bit of a memento from the event, we've got some hats and t shirts and caps and banners and all this other stuff. It's free shipping with the pricing, and we're also sending out some decals and pins that we have left over. We also have some of the uh, posters that are available. We'll send them out in a tube. I've got a bunch of them going out this week. Those of you who order those, thanks for your patience. It's a pain in the ass for those fucking tubes. I swear, just try to carry more than three tubes. Watch what happens, man. It's like holding a bottle of, or holding a bag with water in it, you know, they, falling they out. stack well. And Portland and I are in there rolling those tubes and putting rubber bands and cutting our fingers. And it's like, so uh, we have some other ideas. Uh, again, thanks, uh, E, for the great creative work on the posters. We've got some other ideas. I see that, um, and I kind of love this. We, we, we seem to be inspiring folks continuously. Um, the friends at Fastlane have a, a catalog, or excuse me, a catalog, a calendar that's out. Uh, you may want to check them out at Fastlane uh, Racing Mini Bikes. They were on site at the event. In fact, this would be a good time to mention some of the other folks, including you, that were on site. Thank you, Jake. No problem. Um, you know, we, this map's getting a little bit bigger here. Um, as you walked in, you know, we had our friends from 605. Thank you, 605. What a great turnout. Yeah. <laughs> These guys are awesome. I swear. Yeah. Uh, big shout out to and all of our... person, they're cool. They come up to you, give you stickers, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, it was just a good family. time talking with them. It, it, I don't see them too often. So uh, when I was out there, they, they came up and said hi, gave me stickers. Like It's family. Awesome. And, and I had them on the podcast. In fact, I invited Henry and his dad, Slack Boogie, over to... Uh, Henry helped me pull out some of the uh, uh, winning names <clears throat> as well as... Um, uh, Brandon, who came here with his dad from uh, Northern California. Uh, shout out to those guys. But uh, we have had a growing number of exhibitors, and it kind of started with 605 there. And they all had on those blue shirts. And it, 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 I said yeah, to him, well, when are you guys going on a ride next? It's like, Joe. All day, every day. <sighs> all day, every day. <laughs> and it's like, you know, I had to ask him a time or two to the point where it got a little bit embarrassing. It's like, we're, we're not those guys. We're not those guys that, you know, save up for a ride Every third Sunday, it's like, we're out there, not just this weekend, Jake, but those guys are out there now. Yeah. They'll be out there tomorrow morning. I have a group of those guys that ride the uh, mini motos. They're always out. 
Bing, uh, shout out to Bing and all the guys from Honda Ground Lifestyle. Thank you to my hardcore guys who came out. Uh, shout out to Rudy. Rudy won uh, the Twist and Go. Good representative out there. Congratulations to Ari. But as you came in, we had Dingo Moto. Have you checked out the, those guys? Are you see the packaging and, and their yeah. bikes? I keep talking about it, but I Dude, mean, those, those guys are killing it. Not, you know, I'm always talking to those guys too. It's always good to see them when they're out there. You know, just great people to talk to and hang out with. They're and, living uh, it living it dude they they know their details too like you talk to them like they they have like their production style bike but yeah they know like the next steps like they're yeah. they're very smart when it comes to the electric game and yeah the fabrication and every much piece. putting that whole that whole package together between their team like yeah they're living it they're, they're, they're living they're it killing it for sure um so we, we had them there um we had uh go-kart usa al is out there congratulations al uh being inducted into the hall of fame uh congratulations to you big al uh go-kart usa uh had a lot of cool bikes had a lot of the their drab, drag bike frames were getting a lot of attention there as well as the american racer or the american flyer as some of you may know um, so that was nice to see. Thank you for your support there, Al. Um, uh, he was out there with Scleroderma, as well as uh, his daughter, Al, was out there. Um, Enhancement Bears, is that it, E? Damaged Bears. Damaged Bears. Uh, thank you, Al, for coming out. That was a good experience for her. Uh, I, 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 it was fun to see. They were neighbors of ours. Uh, th thank you for all you folks who have supported that. If you'd like to find out a little bit more about what Al is up to. Uh, you could check them out at damagebears.com. Is that correct, E? That's right. Perfect. Check those guys out. Uh, and E um, was there with um, the scleroderma.org. Uh, That's a cause that has uh, been near and dear to us for a while and will always be. Uh, for those of you who may be uh, dealing with that, uh, there's folks here that are um, like-minded. And uh, if you're able to support scleroderma, uh, we would appreciate that. If you'd like to find out any more about the ins and outs of what E is up to as they try to do their best to uh, not only make things better for those folks that have scleroderma, but how they can make things better for anybody that's suffering with that. So check E out independently. You know how to get a hold of him. Frank from F&B was out there. That was cool. Uh, good to see him. I miss Solo. But I didn't see Brian. Yeah, it's college football or college football. It's high school football time for a lot of these guys. So Saturday, oh, Sunday, JMBR. Yeah, I know it, it's true. But you know, Brian? When, <laughs> so Brian, Brian wants to do something with a dyno. You know, he was asking me about the dyno. Asked, so I, I think he may be trying to do something independently. If he is, good luck with that. Uh, and use my boy Lou. He's great, um, yeah, folks. Lou, Lou's. He was good, huh? He's awesome. And yeah. he, he kept the numbers this year again. Congratulations, Arleo. Uh, we Arleo came in late. Uh, we opened up the gates to let folks use the dyno and he came in towards the end um, in, in one, but we, we had over, I think 30 folks on the dyno. So congratulations to look, those of you who paid what 35 bucks to come in and be eligible and then also get on the dyno. Jake, I don't know how much you think it is for a dyno pull. I think it's like hundreds of bucks if you wanted to go get a dyno pull for anything. So yeah, probably hundred bucks. Yeah, so it's a pretty a few good deal. Runs and yeah. some tuning, you know. Yeah. So and if you go with a group, if you just try to do it on your own, you know, imagine. So that was nice. Um, we had a new sponsor, Russ Brown Attorneys or Motorcycle Attorneys. If you go down, call Russ Brown. See, I like that, huh? Hey. Uh, Tim was there. Small engine cams next to our friends at Steady Garage. Uh, my buddy Clint was next to Steady Garage with his Model T or his T bucket. Uh, we had prestige mini bikes out there. Henry Serrano was out there. Uh, Almighty. Yeah, they had um, they have that extender. Yeah, they have that extender yep. for the Bonanzas. Yep. Uh, kind of like that swing arm setup. I like that. I helped them out with that. Oh, did you? Yeah. Talk a little bit about that. So that's that's been needed for a while. I'm surprised Evil Ed hasn't yeah. cobbled up one of those, right? I designed a few things early off. Um, they kind of really took took it and ran with it. But okay. I helped them with some design stuff on uh, as far as getting the CAD layout for the cutout of that. Yeah. Um, obviously they put their own touches on it and changed it a little bit, which I was perfectly fine with. I kind of did it for them. Like, nice. um, I ended up making an original one. I think Henry got one of the first ones and, uh, yeah, they've been kind of taking off with it and they have a few different ones. I like the ones with the writing on the side. Yeah. They have some different lengths ones with the, you know, it mounts the caliper. Perfect. So it's an easy way to put like a disc brake caliper. Yeah. to those style bikes which is kind of a harder thing if you don't have the bracketry and all that for it yes because everything is either unlike the mini moto world like the groms for example yeah uh the extended swing arm setup is 
done for a variety of reasons, but typically it's not just cosmetic. You're going to put like a, I don't know, you're going to put, a lot of these guys swap 300s, put bigger engines in those Groms. They extend the frame. They put a different wheel and tire situation on there. They got obviously things, uh, they have to change whether it's obviously chains, brakes, everything else. But uh, seeing them on traditional vintage mini bikes brings that kind of mini moto crossover you do see extended swing arms on some of these older vintage bikes but they're usually the bigger bulky utilitarian ones they're not really like the kind of those street bikes that you and i saw in jc pennies you know yeah um that's kind of a, a few of the bikes that i bring uh the, the turbo my jay's turbo chopper yes and then i had my my drag bike that i brought i kind of did like a I don't know. I don't know if you noticed, but there was like kind of like different colors of anodized billet parts. I did, yeah. On them, just nice. kind of stick out a little yeah. bit more. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm norm- normally kind of neutral on colors, so I thought it'd be kind of cool to put like some updated billet stuff on like kind of a traditional older looking. It don't, don't take know, much, even though it's completely remade. It kind yeah. of makes it look like a little. I don't know. What do you call that? Like retro mod or? I was telling you before we started the podcast about I had a little uh, clamp, anodized clamp with an Allen head that I had no use for ever. And I couldn't part with it. There are times when you may have something that's either hanging around. Like I've got a flute for a carburetor that had been sitting up there. And every time I turn that light on, it falls off and, and I dent it. But I knew I was going to need it. And sure as shit, on our last ride, those little Allen heads, you know, when you ride those bikes on the street and you're hitting fucking potholes and people, any, everything's getting loose. Anybody that rides a mini bike, go through their bike every time. Uh, you go on a long <laughs> ride, go through everything and make sure everything's tight. Now, these guys ride and ride yes. and ride and they don't tighten anything. Uh, like you got to maintenance these things. So I've 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 been good yeah. and I've been bad. And believe me, every <laughs> time I've been bad, I've lost something, okay? So I lost the flute and I'm happy now, but I've got to drill the holes in it and all the other bullshit. But my point being is that every once in a while there's something hanging around yep. that you know is just waiting for its right time. So if you got to drop some pieces on that that project to, to yeah. personalize it, that's cool. Yep. Midgie's bike with was without question you know interesting with choppers we've got one here this is the one that uh, dave miller had put so together yeah it, it was cool and it's a little bit different but um choppers to me were uh, and i remember four or five years ago there was plenty of them at my show there'd be three or four bonanza choppers there'd be another custom one there'd be a, this a manco there'd be a, uh eric from stud sponsored the chopper class two years ago i didn't bring any of mine at the time i had two or three i didn't bring any because i don't like bringing a lot of my bikes now those days are over i bring like one or two I, stuff. yeah right so so i only bring a couple of bikes and obviously i'd much rather have the space for somebody else's bike I, I see mine enough um there weren't a lot of choppers in fact there were none last year and this year there were only a handful and midgey's really let's face it a turbo on a chopper that had to take home the prize and, and rightfully so uh there was that hadaka that 68 bonanza chopper that won the joey award which is my award that i give to a bike that i think just visually exemplifies the event you know th- that bike is that that wish bike yeah. i think we all had but midgie's turbo chopper that was badass tell folks a little bit about that bike yeah so the the chopper t that's what he named it chopper t um chopper turbo but mm. uh yeah <laughs> We actually made like this cool little Halloween sign with like lightning and stuff on it. Um, I didn't. And I put it on the bike, and before we went to the show, he took it off. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna have to remake something, make it work. But uh, anyways, I think it's a what is it? A 16 horsepower? Yeah, looks uh, like one of those Stratton Vanguard engine. Yeah. Uh, We pulled it apart, put billet rods, uh, new rings, billet flywheel. We ported the heads. Uh, put a better spring kit on it so it'll rev a little more with the turbo. Yep. And then uh, turbo has pressurized oiling. The engine already comes with oil oil filter and pressurized oiling, so uh, we had to plumb a line that oils the turbo, and then it returns oil back into the engine. What about eight pounds of uh, turbo or boost on that? Or? 12. 12? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, he actually just posted a video if you guys check it out. Oh, where can you um, watch that? Dead, his uh, uh, Instagram is deadstone, <laughs> and then I think he tagged me in there as well so you can see it on my page as well and what's your but tag mofabco mofabco yeah, yeah. Um, but he, ha- he has a video of them riding it and it shows the boost gauge and you could see it go past just barely past 10 no so, shit yeah it boosted like 11 or 12 pounds i think of boost on that that was a that was one of those sleeper bikes where you know yep. i because I, I was looking at it and i was looking at it again and you guys you guys obviously knew what you were looking at other folks would walk by it and then they'd they hit the other it, guy and say, say dude, come here. Yeah. Check that out. Yeah. So, it, and he's that way as well. Right. If I could just get him to change that first name. <laughs> All right. So we had, uh, I want to thank some of the change other. Change your name, Majin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's better than Miha, right? Okay. Miha. All right. So we're, um, 
Jake, you know, we could probably go through this all day. Um, uh, the folks over at uh, Mini Bike Mafia, thanks for showing up. Obviously, you guys, uh, Arleo, um, Jason, who just kicked ass at uh, Liquid Torch. Uh, yeah, Jason. Yeah. And, and you know, I... For some reason, Jake, I've always associated him with the AV, and I think that you may have uh, put me in my place there. I, I, I think just through association, maybe through social media, yeah. I got that picture. And honestly, he's such a cool, laid-back guy, and the work he does, he seems to fit in there. So oh, um, with all that said, he, he really turned out. He won two awards at the event. Yep. Um, yeah, there was there was something to be said. Um I want to I want to do a couple of things if I can before we close out. First of all, guys, thanks for watching. Uh, this will likely be our last podcast for this year. Uh, thanks to all of our sponsors who helped us out. Also, want to give a shout out to our friends at Dingo Moto USA. They've been uh, supporters of the podcast throughout the year. Uh, congratulations to Jerry. Uh, those of you who know me in the event, Jerry uh, uh, Kalia has always been here helping us out. Jerry was with us. Uh, he went back home and he uh, announced his engagement. He's getting engaged to uh, Patty Citadino. So congratulations to Jerry and Patty. Um, we also were surprised in my niece, Big Bree, um, who was stalled in Cancun and unfortunately was unable to make it to JMBR to perform. She'll be doing that next year, but we got to see her. It was good to see her as well. Um, all right. I have a few other things here. We talked about adding some classes. I'm going to be doing that next year. Um, Best Under Construction was one that we did not have this year that I think we need to bring back as well as a fat tire class. Um, I saw a couple bikes uh, at the mini bike mafia booth. There was a really cool blue modern mini moto. It may have been a mini moto or a mega moto. It was blue. It was stunning, but like the chain wasn't on it yet. It still needed to have some things done. It, it wasn't quite done. Um, I saw Bill Brousseau who was sitting with his wife, uh, kind of next to the stage. He came in, he's traveling on his RV uh, based out of New Orleans, but he had a project that wasn't quite done. And I saw a couple others that probably could have fallen into not quite done under construction. So I, I think I'll bring that back, Jake. Were there any uh, classes that you thought maybe we missed? Uh, I had one that we did not actually find an award for, and I'm remiss. It's, um, I think it was the best big block. Uh, you know, we, we kind of keep the limit like under yeah. 300 cc's, it was kind of tough. So I have to rethink it's, that uh, one. The West Coast thing is not really. We're not big with big block bikes. I, I mean, there's a few out there, but there's. I don't think there's enough to yeah. really. I mean, there's some nice bike. Like when I, out in Texas, actually, when I went out to the Go Power Sports thing, tons of big blocks everywhere. Yeah. Like, but the West Coast, it's it's a lot of small block stuff out here. And also um, electric bikes. A shout out to yeah. Vinny Morelli. He won best rat rod, but between the bikes that he's building and some of these other electric bikes, uh, a big shout out again to, and I'll, I'll kind of finish off the podcast recognizing the I winners. I love talking with that kid every time he comes out. He changes his bike. Like he has some something he has to talk about. He changes something a little bit each time. Plus Jake, he's so modest for a young kid. Dude, that, um, that kid's awesome, yeah. And, and that continues to be the purest benefit of us doing this event is the people that it attracts. Yep. We had no incidents whatsoever. Uh, everybody was having a good time. Not this year, right? <laughs> um, a big shout out to our uh, Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. It's the Brad LZ People's Choice winner. It was Inocencio Madeira, the big guy with his gray trike. Uh, we recognized Arleo Davis as the dino champ. Congratulations, Arleo. Roger Haas won the best vintage American bike with his uh, 69 uh, Cat 400X. That was really nice in that root beer color. Mike Fonts had that blue SL70, won the best vintage Japanese. Thank you to our judge, George Yakamoto there. Thank you to Justin for judging the best vintage American built. Uh, the best survivor, John Cuccia's 63 Centura scooter. Uh, John, you brought out what, 12 bikes. Some old Thule Troopers, a couple old rusted vintage bikes. Thank you for that. Um, I appreciate that. Next year, get somebody to help you unload those bikes. Um, Got to weigh like 200 pounds. Well, poor guy was doing it all by himself too, right? Those uh, are cool though. Those are a trip to look at some of the stuff that's on there. Plus it's different. Dude, I yeah. love old and rusty, right? Uh, we have front wheel drive with like all these chains and jack shafts going everywhere. It's just... It, you plus, just get so deep just looking at it. And he brought out, like, it, it covered, covered the entire spectrum. He had an old Evil Knievel vintage uh, celebration bike. He had a couple Enduros. A lot of Enduros out there. Maybe the, a dual sport Enduro class could be one to think of as well. Um, Midgey won uh, Best uh, Chopper. Congratulations to him. Jason uh, with his custom, Best Custom. 
Damn, yeah, Jake. That it, thing was sweet. It was. Yeah. It, it, and it couldn't happen to a better guy. Congratulations to you on the best drag bike. Uh, to find out more about that, you can check out Mo Fabco on Instagram. Uh, four videos lately. <laughs> yeah, I've been. Video's not my thing. If, yeah. So, folks, if you have, because I love the video, I love the capture it gives me. Um, yeah. Ari, uh, our local uh, Friday night uh, underground lifestyle rider, won the uh, best modern mini moto with his cool Grom. Uh, Rudy with his 91 Honda deal won the best twist and go. Jason came back and won best electric bike. Uh, thanks to Sam over at um, Dingo Moto for judging that. Thank you to Steve uh, Lunetta for judging the twist and go. Uh, thank you, Bing, for judging the modern mini moto. Thank you to Justin Bett for the micro judging. LA Bike, uh, Daniel Rios, that's another guy that you, you definitely had an influence there. Uh, congratulations yeah. to Daniel. That, that bike won LA, best LA bike in a heartbeat. Yeah, we built that, did a lot of fabrication on it, and then sent it out to the appropriate people. He uh, he had an engraving connect and yeah. uh, powder coating, chrome. Or actually, the the pipe, everybody didn't believe that it wasn't chromed. It was just polished, Yeah, which came out cool because it had some silicone bronze welding and stuff on it, so it really kind of showed all that. And he didn't paint it red. You know, that, that thing was red. black. You know, it was like a traditional color, which I, I like. Yeah, me too. I, I thought it looked Yeah, sweet. it's separate. And, and it really yeah. tells what that bike Especially is. Especially with the polish and the chrome and like. Yeah, man, nice job. Came out good. Congratulations yep. there, Dan, on winning that. That's, and, and thank you, Mini Bike Tommy, who continues to make me laugh Mini with these Tommy. videos. Mini Bike Tommy. <laughs> um, so I, I don't know, Tommy, if he owns Volt Mini Bikes or he works there, but those guys have a like pretty clean shop. Damn. Yeah. Um, it's coming along, Volts. Yes. Yeah, I see some of their recent posts. It looks like they got a little storefront going now. Very much. They yeah. were rolling in all kinds of wheels and tires, and they're together. doing heads. Um, really. I see it mostly on Tommy's page. Yeah. Like. Well, uh, look. It's, it's cool. Feed, Whatever they're doing is working out. Feed the machine. Yeah, feed the machine. Sure. Feed the machine. Good job there. Yep. Um, the best rat rod bike went to Vincent Morelli. Thanks for that, really? Justin Bet. Yep. Uh, good job there, Vin. The big guy won best three wheel. Let's face it. He's got that category down pat. Um, this guy's got terrible handwriting. Uh, I think it's Jamie Avalos. He won the uh, first place in the go-kart class. Uh, Justin Eichler came all the way from Oregon, won the best long distance. Um, Mark Wing, uh, a buddy of mine uh, who, uh, through some unfortunate health issues, lost one but now two of his legs. Um, he always lets me break his balls and legs. Um, but I, I love that guy. And he won the, um, uh, the Rick Chu Passion Award. Uh, so congratulations, Mark. Uh, break a leg uh, next year. Uh, our young gun winners, the guys of our future. Stop that, will you? Those are shameless jokes. Those are cheap jokes. Easy joke. Uh, young gun winners. Uh, Henry from 605 Mini Bike. Henry Torres. Henry, you come up with your dad. I got some JMBR swag to give to you to say thank you. My buddy Brandon Simmons and his dad always roll down from Northern Cal. Mike Kane. Mike Kane is uh, one of those guys who soups up the old Z50s. With the you know this extended swing arm and the 140 engines, his is so cool. He brought uh, and won the what the what the fuck award, which was uh, a Honda Z50 with that side-mounted shock to the frame. It had like a sidecar to it. It it was a pretty wild little bike. So congratulations, Mike. And then I mentioned Dave Conroy. Dave uh, not only won the Joey Award, which I gave because I thought that chopper was just so cool. He won the go kart, the the main giveaway. Dave also won last year the main giveaway, which was the GTS roller. So Dave's won the grand prize two years in a row. Um, Dave, I don't know what, what you're doing, but it's pretty good. Congratulations, I guess, on all of that. Justin Eichler ended up negotiating and purchasing the go-kart, so he now owns it. And the slug who won the GTS roller, it's like you had a chance to be so cool. He fell rolling it back. Okay, we, we present, and then like he all but gave it away to some guy for five hundred bucks. He had no idea of what. So like, I think that's like that's thumbs down. Like if you come to the show and you win like a, a, a cool prize, and then you sell it for a dime on the dollar, not only does it, I, I think it just blows the whole spirit of things. But you're just a, it's like stay home next year. Um, Justin, um, a couple of my other buddies were smart enough to maybe negotiate and buy some prizes. I don't mind it if you own like a, a two stroke. And um, or, or a, a Grom and you want a, a F&B pipe and you want to sell that to somebody because you'll never use it. I like that. To me, that's cool. That's just feeding the machine. 
But, yeah. you know, if you win something, it's not just about turning it into cash. It's enjoy it. Ride the mini bike. You know, yeah. ride the go-kart. That's how, that's how I feel. But look, things are tough out there nowadays. Or your own goodwill. Like, yeah, I'm going to hook this guy up. Like, yeah. I, this. I don't have nothing to do with it. And, and one guy, guy one guy uh, who actually did win a pipe gave it away, didn't sell it. And then he won another time he won. And it was, I think it was the light kit. <laughs> so the guy donates a light kit. I pull a number. The guy who donated, I pulled his winning ticket. <laughs> Anyways, give him the next present line. a lot of crazy stories. Uh, we're, we're probably running a little bit long. This is the the final uh, podcast likely for this year. Uh, those of you who have been hanging with us throughout this year, uh, thanks for hanging in there, so to speak. Uh, we had a good time at the event. This podcast typically is just a house organ for us to promote the event. Uh, on behalf of myself, uh, Linda, Nicole, uh, E, everybody over at D1 Productions, all of our sponsors, again, Go-Kart USA, Studs Racing, um, who else am I forgetting? Uh, Go Power Sports, uh, Dingo Moto, uh, all of our exhibitors, all of our participants. Thanks, man. It's been a really good time, I think. Uh, we've been joined by Jake Moe. If you want to find out more about Jake Moe, you can check him out at Moe Fabco on Instagram. I think everybody's kind of converting their way over there to Instagram. I'm headed off to CMA Ignited. I'll be in Las Vegas doing that uh, the 3rd and 4th of uh, November. It's next week. I'll also be hosting the SEMA Cruise if you're in town and you want to see somebody break 60,000 people's balls for two hours. Come and check me out there in front of the Westgate uh, where the SEMA show is. Uh, that Friday, Saturday, I'll be across the street on the Strip at the Las Vegas Festival Grounds for SEMA Fest. Come by and say hi. There's going to be a lot of cool cars. Going to be a, The Nitro Circus is there. We've got the guys that have taken over for Hoonigan that are going to be doing a side-by-side -side demo. We've got the coolest cars, the coolest celebs. Um, I just uh, worked with uh, a guy who is handling a lot of former UFC fighters, including Chuck Liddell and others that will be coming out. Um, lots of good things happening. I think for next year, a lot of good ideas. Those of you who have uh, some ideas about how we can make things better with the event, i uh, love to hear those. Again, check out JMBR. Uh, official for Instagram or check out Joe's Mini Bike Reunion uh, Facebook or website for more information. It's been a good one. Uh, I, I remember a month out thinking, man, I'll be glad when all this shit's over. Now that it's over, I'm ready to do it again. Hope you are too. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you maybe one more time this year. If not, have a great rest of your year. Be happy, be healthy, ride your bike, build a bike, get ready for the 2024, dare I say it, 12th anniversary. Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. Coming right up. All right, Jake, Start thanks for being now. here. See you next time, everybody. Thanks for having me. Next time. Show.